Listen, you fuckers, you screwheads. Here is a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the cunts, the dogs, the filth, the shit. Here is someone who stood up. Do you think it's fun to have to take a pill or to sniff something or to snort something or to shoot something in your arm to make yourself feel better? Marijuana, an unlawful substance used to experience artificial highs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Pursuit of Happiness. I'm your host, Josh Franson. Today, I'm joined with my special guest, Feroze Habibi. We know her as Frozen, though. What's up? How's it going, man? Good, thanks. Good. Yeah. Going to serve this episode as our uh, pilot episode, so I'm going to kind of explain here quickly what the show actually is going to be. Um, I originally wanted it to be like a 420 review show, wanted it to be uh, a mental health awareness type show, and at the end, a podcast review show. But when I kind of thought about it, doing them all separately, they felt kind of ridiculous being an hour and a half long weed show. That's too much for a weed show and stuff. Though. Nobody wants to listen to that crap over and over again, right? Um, and a mental health awareness show, too, is, I don't know, to me a little too heady. Like, it's, it's too much oh, yeah, just like... the same thing and stuff, right, though? We're preaching at that point, right? And then a podcast review show, too. Like, how long can you be talking about one show over and over and again? And So I figured just kind of crunch them all down into one thing. Um, we'll kind of just break it up into segments and stuff and yeah we'll just kind of roll from there um on this episode we're just kind of going to go through sort of our our past my past um kind of get to know me as your host get to know my guest here too who's also got a bit of a dark past you say yeah yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know yet so it's not good yet so is it good now it's good i don't see this is my wishy-washy yeah. I'm a crisis of conscience. Well, you're at that age too right now. Do you mind saying how old you are? I'm 22. Really? Well, on papers, I'm not. I, my, my dad fucked up my birthday too. How does that happen? Uh, so we lived in Russia and apparently... Russia? We, yeah. My, uh, my, my brother told me the way he describes our house is like we had like metal doors and then outside of the doors there were like guards. But my dad was like an important person back then, like in the government, I think. He was like a translator because he spoke Russian and Farsi. Were you born at this time? Um, I was born in Turkmenistan. No, well, yeah, I'm born at this time because he fucking lost my birth certificate. Uh. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so he got us deported or something, but they were like really pissed off. They're like, you got 72 hours to get the fuck out of here. And uh, so they grabbed everything important, like, including this fur coat. We still fucking have the fur coat, but they left my, uh, my birth certificate behind. And then when they had to like... Well, you got to grab the important things, right? Yeah, exactly. This fur coat is still here. Right. This, yeah. You know, mink. <laughs> of course. I think it's faux. I don't even know if it's real. It's worth more than a piece of paper. <laughs> Your child's like, I'm not even alive. Like, I don't, there's no real certificate. Of I, I think I'm 22. <laughs> I, mean, I, I you know what? I'm 19. But <laughs> I actually asked my mom about that, too. I was like, Mom, like, I'm, when is my birthday? Like, are you sure it's February? And she's like, well, <clears throat> the year you were born... The moon and the sun were at this place because Ramadan was moon. Ramadan is never the same date. It like goes with the moon. So she doesn't even fucking know. <laughs> She's like, so it's February 17th. Like, okay. Well, thank you. Good enough. Yeah, That's all well, whatever. Yeah. Which now I'm like, my bro- little brother is like born in October 17th. So she, did she just choose that number just to like make it easy for herself? Oh, God. <laughs> that would be horrible. How, how do you guys not? I mean, I understand. They now. were very how busy. I do not know and stuff though. But, but to like, 
you don't even have that sort of structure and stuff though and enough that you can like your identity and stuff, your crisis of identity right now as it is and stuff is all over the place, but you don't even know what you're... I know. proper age. <laughs> exactly. Do you know where you were born at least? I was born in Turkmenistan and it's uh, where the gates of hell are, what which is, is kind of cool. It's uh, it's in between Russia and Afghanistan and there's like a burning pit that like they call the gates of hell and it's never, just never stopped burning. So. Holy shit. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You Google it. What started it? Uh, I think it was like a bomb or something. I don't know. Is it like the Simpsons It was like a fire? test. Huh? Is it like the Simpsons tire fire? I know, right? <laughs> my birth country. It never goes out. It's, yeah, big burning pit. Yeah. Crazy. I never even heard of that before. Yeah. Yeah. Google it. Yeah. But yeah, so when they were um, telling, when they had to like remake my birth certificate, like, who the fuck is this? They are like, yeah, just guessed. So that's the story of my birthday. <laughs> hmm. No, well, at least they, what did you, what day did you say your birthday was? My, my birthday and like my, the one that I asked my mom was February 17th and on papers they put October 19th or something. So when I actually, well, so I turned 21 and now I got to wait till October if I wanted to go to Vegas and shit like that. So yeah, well, they, they couldn't have picked like a better birth date for you and stuff though, something more in the summer or. I know, right? Yeah, I know, right? So close to Christmas even. <laughs> I know. Yeah, um, Halloween? Oh. I love Halloween though. So it's kind of. Yeah. Good. I don't know. Me too. I know it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's going... Well, as it is apparent from some of the, the creepy old... shit that's around here and stuff. Yeah, know? man. I, I'm a big fan of skulls, apparently, too. Yeah. <laughs> everything about everything around here is skulls. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you mentioned that your your father was the one that kind of helped flee. Was he the main reason for it? Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't really know because I was, like, young. But, like, when my brother told me, he was like, yeah, so they just came to the doors and they're like, just get the fuck out. <laughs> like, you got 72 hours, get out. And, How old's your brother? Is he he's older than you? Uh, yeah, I have two brothers and a sister. My older brother is, I don't know, like thirty. <laughs> so shitty. And my little brother's like nineteen or something. I don't know. You can say that. You can say I might be nineteen, might be twenty. You guys don't know, right? So it's well, they know their birthdays. <laughs> oh, they do. My, they just lost mine. Oh shit! Right. So you could just stay forever nineteen. Yeah. No, like I got paperwork now. Yeah. Why would I want to stay nineteen? That's like the shittiest. <laughs> I guess it is, isn't it? What, what's the best you figure? I, you're legal in 21 everywhere, though. Right? Uh, Am I yelling in this thing? No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm older. I'm 32. I don't really care about anybody knowing my age and stuff. Yeah. But, but I know from life experience, just, you know, in this short little life that I've had already and stuff, though, I feel probably mid-20s is probably my best age. At the same time, too, is probably one of my worst because I was still trying to identify myself and stuff and That's true. trying to figure out who I am as a person and what I want to be and where I want to be. And, I mean, at this point, I have already have a family on the way and stuff. Uh, yeah, what this age is so shitty. <laughs> yeah. Also, when I tell, like, before I tell people my age, they, like, treat me differently and then they hear, like... Oh, you're just 22? Okay, you're, you don't know shit. Like, oh, okay, It makes sorry. sense. Like, I would see somebody, like, if you told me you were 19 to 22 or something like that, they'd be like, oh, they're an immature child and stuff like that, though. And given where we work, I mean, not to break a fourth wall or anything like that, yeah. though, but we both work together at the same place, uh, Adult Source. It's a fun place. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, gotta love that place. <laughs> <laughs> I say bongs and dongs to a customer every day, just like the 70s show, the dad says ass. That like, should be the catchphrase for the company. You're right. Yeah. Sometimes thongs. We bongs, sell bongs, dongs, and thongs. And thongs. Yeah, man. Dig it. Right? I do, eh? <laughs> I was trying to pitch it. Oh, no, no one will listen. Maybe I should try to. No, no. You should, totally. Because isn't there like a bunch of other adult sources that aren't part of ours outside of Calgary or something? There's, I feel like we're getting all over the place. Sorry. But yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> um, there is adult sources all across Canada. The ones that are in Calgary are privately owned. Nice. And so we're outside of everything else and stuff, though. For some reason, though, we're the most successful ones in Canada. So we're, I guess, considered, not considered, but everybody thinks that we're the head office. 
So anytime one of these other stores fucks up and stuff, though, they're not paying their bills or they're not whatever and stuff, right? They call us Mm -hmm. and give us shit and stuff, though, and threaten us to, like, you know, you got to pay this and you got to get it on top of that, whatever and stuff, though. And we're like, no, it's not us, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. It's not us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. But, I mean, yeah, we make it work. Nice. Where were you before Adult Source? (sighs) Oh, work? Yeah, right? I I lived in, for me personally, I lived in BC Mm -hmm. and... I was doing like construction stuff, landscaping. Oh, I did landscaping uh, too. That was awful. What? I love landscaping. It depends. I'm not a big fan of like being out in the heat and, not, oh, and getting I like all it. gross and dirty and stuff like that though. But it, I, it, there's times when I can enjoy it. But when it's you're out there mowing in the hot sun and stuff though, and it's, I don't know. When I got offered the job for Adult Source and stuff like that though, I'm like an inside place with air conditioning. <laughs> I'm on board. I don't care how much it pays and stuff like that though. I'm, I'm on, on top of it. Mm-hmm. Ten years later, I'm far over it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I, mean, I guess when you do something for a long time, then you just kind of hate it. I only did it for like three years, and only in the summer, so I was like, "Yeah, a little bit." That makes I like sense. Bugs. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can get on top of that too. Inside though, it, when it comes down to like the actual con- construction and all that kind of stuff, though, it was just shitty companies and stuff too. Though, so like the people I was working with were just assholes and stuff right you know like I, I was called the gopher so i'd go for everything and stuff like that though, if somebody needed something i would just run for it and whatever but i also had an expectation to be like in the holes and, and doing things and stuff right though and it's i got my hands on a, a pipe that's coming into the ground and stuff though i need to like line it up with another one that you know and Ooh. fit it with pipe soap and stuff like that though, so it fits on and all that kind of crap and whatever but then at the same time i got another guy going like i need this over here and stuff i'm like like let me do one thing or the other but then they're like getting mad at me and stuff for not doing multiple tasks That's that kind fair. of shitty thing oh yeah like when you have a really good work ethic and they like take advantage of it yes and stuff. exactly I hate exactly yeah and then they like work you to the bone or you can't even stop for like a glass of water and stuff though, because you're expected to be everywhere or it even got down to the, the type of shit and stuff though where they were being funny quote unquote and stuff right though but oh. you know like, you'd have your hard hat on or something like that though and somebody come up to you and be like you ever been fucked by a turtle and you go oh what and wham right on the top of your head with their, their hard hat oh. so it like fucking crunches your neck and stuff though and just like gives you this ringing headache for the longest time and stuff though and oh, that sucks, man. yeah I'm like that's not even funny you know I'm just yeah I, I feel like it's like way worse for guys when it comes to, like just out in the construction area I don't know though like in I didn't. I, I did that for a year. They asked me back after because it was seasonal, right? So yeah. when winter came, they closed it down and stuff like that. Though I got better jobs afterwards, and yeah, they called me back and stuff. I'm like, no, thank you. Because <laughs> I feel like it's like a lot of those like really they like high on testosterone dudes that are just like. Well, these guys were definitely. I mean, small town, right? Though, so they're all coked out and oh and shit, raging and stuff like that. Yeah, so just mm. dicks and stuff. And and one of the people that I worked with was not family i was close to them and stuff right though but um it was his friends too that were also taking advantage of it too so i was like the, the kid of the group that everybody knew and yeah i was just not treated very good oh man i heard like going out like to fort mac is really bad like it oh, sucks yeah. for those guys they get like really depressed without their families and stuff because they're gone for so long and then they come back and like blow all this money well, and a lot of them, too, are the ones who can't get jobs anywhere else and stuff, though, too. So, I mean, I, I don't know this personally. I mean, I only know of the ones who come into our stores and stuff like that, though, and the stories that they tell us and stuff, though, even when we don't want them to tell us those stories. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I mean, they all are, I mean, I, again, I can't say all of them, but the majority of them and stuff are just kind of shitty, grumpy, whatever, bitchy. They got nothing really to contribute to anything. So, they just yeah. go up north there and they work on the rigs and that's their life. Fine. Okay, why do they all have that, like... You gotta earn my respect, kind of like attitude. Like, just be a nice guy. Just why are you so angry? Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, niceness goes a long ways nowadays. And but it, these are types of maybe these are the types of people too who don't 
get along with other people that well and stuff though so they go up there and they hide i think there's two types of people up there actually there's the ones who are there for the money obviously there's mm-hmm. tons of money up there and stuff uh, and then there's the ones that are you know don't contribute to society or are you know don't get along with society and stuff right though so they just yeah they need to kind of go off and just work 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 they need something to kind of occupy their time and okay. it makes sense but i don't know <laughs> my brother does it but he like does it for the money he hates it so much he's like it's so depressing i'd rather be here like with my family and like hanging out doing stuff i'd rather like if it was if, it, if the money wasn't so good you know yeah exactly <coughs> Sorry. so that kind of sucks but what you, there's like nothing really you can do that's like it's so hard to do something that you want to do it's either like you like it and you don't get paid shit yeah. Or I wanted to go clean up the ocean, but then I'm like separated from my family for a really long time. Is there money in that? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it's just a passion project thing, right? I know, and I'm broke. Yeah, I'm the same way too. I'd love to help animals and stuff though, but I mean, we have a small backyard and I can't have a farm back there. So yeah. What do you do? Oh, I know, it sucks like watching the world get destroyed and I'm helping it, but I would really just rather... But you need money for everything. I know, right? <laughs> Even just to like go to these places to help out and stuff, though. Like, I, I need some gas money to get over there. Or, yeah. Who, who are these people who just like I saw sold sold all my my personal possessions, got rid of my car, got rid of all this kind of stuff, though. I'm living off the land, kind of thing, and I'm just traveling wherever and stuff like that, though. Who, who, where do you get this money from? I guess maybe yeah. a little bit from the stuff you sold off and stuff, though. But that's gonna run out really fast and like. Yeah, are you like eating garbage and stuff? Cause you look great. Like. Did you just clean up for this interview? <laughs> I guess you're you're homeless, but not homeless. You're panhandling. I don't know. Some panhandling. Do, do you hitchhike or something? Like, right? how do you? Get How's it? that not risky? Like, I can't do that as a girl. No, absolutely right. not. Fuck you! What? Because <laughs> I thought about it too. I was like, you know what? I'm sad, so I'm just gonna throw all my shit. No, I don't want to throw my shit away. I was just gonna take a couple things in a backpack and just like run off, like just whatever. God, but I, then, I've like, got stories too of friends from back in the day that were. Again, like I was from a small town in BC and stuff, right? Though, so there was towns closer by, but there were you know thirty minute drive and stuff through the woods and whatever to get to one another. But I had friends who would hitchhike between those two towns, and one of my friends and stuff was oh god, I want to say about sixteen, seventeen at the time or whatever, having a bad night. I don't remember what happened or something. Like that. It was you know, bad relationship issues or something like that though. But just took off in the middle of the night and stuff, right? In her pajamas and stuff like that in the middle of the winter, standing on the side of the road hitchhiking. What? Made it into town and stuff like that. And then, yeah, it was just, you know, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, murder or, or worse or something? I mean, no, what's worse than murder? I guess rape. I mean, <laughs> you don't last, live with that. Yeah, exactly. That's a lasting effect, right? So, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Mm. Some people, I mean, you can't help them. Yeah, there's like, it sucks being a girl because like, there's like nothing we can do without like the fear of rape just being like inches away. So thank you for that world. Yeah. And I tried to, like, talk to somebody about it. I was like, yo, if we just educate people on, like, how doing these fucked up shit, like, fucks with people's mentality and turns them into something else. And then they were just like, yeah, but nobody will, like, it's, it's not going to do anything. Like, if you educate people about mental health in school, like, it's not going to do anything. So I was pissed. Well, I kind of agree with that, too. Like, especially to educate. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with the thing, like, uh, educating in school and stuff like that, though. But at the same time, kids aren't really receptive to these things that are being brought to them and stuff, though. Unless it's, like done with a colorful flair or some kind of entertainment aspect and stuff though like i don't know about you me personally and stuff i had a hard time focusing on things in school that were you know of math or science or socials and stuff like that yeah. like it was boring and as soon as it became boring i just tuned out and i was in my own head kind of thing and you're stuff skipping so class so to get stoned yeah exactly <laughs> so it's 
it was never anything that was that important in Sato. So, I mean, I don't remember half the shit that went on. You know those assemblies we used to have too in Sato where it was uh, some guy would come through and they would tell you a sad story about their life and whatever it was. And now he's here and telling his story to better our lives or whatever. You know What? Like, you it, had those? Yeah, we had like a guy come in and he was like in a car accident or something like that. Oh, yeah, but don't drink and drive? And dr- yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, right? well, that's fair. But like, a lot of people did learn about that because like if you drink and drive, you can't just say that to people in a crowd. People are just going to be like, fuck you, bro. Yeah, but you I'm- know that's bad. <laughs> you saw the assembly. Didn't you see that picture of that chick? But that's what I'm getting at and stuff is like uh, until right now, I never even thought of that guy again. Like it, it, I, that day came and it went, and I never thought I'd again. That's true. Yeah. And I'm not a, a perfect person and stuff, though. I'll admit that I've, I've drink and drive and stuff like that, though. But yeah. it was always, you know, I'm not going to justify it, whatever. It's bad. I should. <laughs> <laughs> See, you feel guilty already. I do. I do. And I mean, that's why I don't drink and stuff, though. So it's. That's fair. I have never gotten in an accident. I've never caused an accident. I've never. I, I've never been a drinker, honestly. So it's never really been a big thing and stuff. It was just one of those, I'm out in the woods, need to get home kind of thing and stuff, though. So it's driving down a dirt road to home that was minutes I, away kind of thing it wasn't it wasn't really yeah. that big of a deal i'm not driving from like calgary to bc or something <laughs> like loaded oh, i've road. known people that do, i've done that too oh, like man. with the bottle in their lap like getting drunk and they're they've uh crashed their car and it's like crushed in half but they both lived holy shit yeah one of them went to jail and like was out the next day or something that's fucked up see and that's the kind of thing that always scares me and like Drinking was never really a thing that I enjoyed. It tastes terrible. It's just a shitty drug. It is a drug, honestly. It is. It's a glorified yeah. addiction. So yes. it was like, well, so is marijuana. <laughs> it is. But I mean, yeah, well, we'll get into that in a second here and stuff, though. But yeah, I mean, like, alcohol has done really nothing good for anybody. Yeah, stuff, it just though. kills Even through, like, the back in the prohibition days and stuff like that, though, like, they made it illegal, probably rightfully so. And then it just turned into a black market kind of thing and stuff, though. And then more crime and all kinds yeah. of shit and stuff, though. Like, it just. You either give the people what they want, and then they do with it as they want and stuff, and you can't help them when they get too fucked up. And yeah, the war on drugs is stupid. It's, just it's like terrible. weed, though, is just yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't. I know many people. Okay, maybe I'm getting a bit ahead of myself because I've also been smoking for years. Mm-hmm. So for me to have a smoke now is not the same as having a smoke back when I was 18 or yeah. 19 or whatever and stuff. It it, it would. Yeah, I remember it fucking me up big time back in those days and stuff. And if I was to get behind a car then and drive, being that fucked up and stuff, though, it would probably not be that safe. And I knew better then, too, so I never did and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, though, because I've been smoking for so long, my tolerance is way the hell through the roof. I can have several joints and then go for a drive and be just like I am right now. No difference. It, it's it's like a cigarette to some people and stuff, though. It, even a cigarette to me. If I was to have a cigarette, it would <laughs> fuck me up. It makes me all woozy and dizzy and gross yeah. feeling and stuff like that. I can't do that all the chemicals and whatnots and stuff like that as well but i just i mean that's it's weed it's yeah it has like a bunch of other benefits like um it's helped one of our coworkers with uh like her skin because she's using like a lotion a cbd one i think okay so before you get into that your your customer who coworker coworker who are you referring to like a coworker from where we work together yeah adult source oh okay yeah because okay i I don't know if my other coworkers would like uh because i work with disabled people they're all like really square yeah, that's, that's what I was going to try to segue to. And stuff, but that was a shitty segue. <laughs> if you wanted to comment on, on those people that you work with, too, you got two jobs, right? Yeah, I do. And I, I don't, the other one's like, I don't like it. I don't see a change. Is there a title to it? Is there, is it like uh, associates for blah, 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 disabled? Or... Uh, I think I, I want to say service provider, but I, that's not really. Kind of, kind of just uh, not a mental health worker, but like a caretaker. Yeah, kind of. 
I don't know. I I wanted to call it babysitting, but one time I was in the the like office area and this chick was like really mad about something. She's like, "Oh my god, she said that I was a babysitter. We're not babysitters." And I was like, "Oh no. We totally are babysitters." Uh, you're you're an outward daycare for adults. Exactly, exactly. What are the adults that you take care of? Um, like, I mean, they're adults, they're people. They're, <laughs> but I mean, like what are their disabilities? They're all like different cuz I Sorry. I've also um I've heard a story about one of the one of the one of my coworkers worked with somebody who um who was just like us before but he got into a really bad car accident or something and then now he isn't Oh, he got busied? I th- what is that? What? Oh, yeah, I guess you're young, right? That's that's a reference that you wouldn't get. So the Gary Busey? What? You don't know Gary Busey? No, man. Uh, he was in a Oh, could we wait before you say this? I was also I'm young, but also my childhood was like in the Middle East and then when we came to Canada I was learning English and shit. So there wasn't really much time for me to like Fair enough. Yeah, yeah that was that was going to we blew past that and stuff too. Though. I wanted to kind of get more into your your past and stuff as a kid and all that kind of cuz you were in Afghanistan? Uh I was when I was really young and my um and my parents when we were in Afghanistan they had like an in-home clinic so people would come to them and like they, my parents were just like if you didn't have much, like, oh, you have, like... I guess a lamb is really expensive, but if you don't have money, like, just give us whatever. My, we had a lot of birds for some reason. My dad... My little brother was, like, obsessed with them. Like, every, my dad's, like... Every time we'd walk past the the animal shop, he'd stop me and start, like, squeaking like a like a pigeon or something. And, like, I had to buy him something. We had, like, peacocks <laughs> and, like... I remember we had, like, chickens that would have chicks all the time. And they'd be, like, running around all... It was pretty awesome. And I would spend so much time outside. Was it kind of third-worldly? Yeah, man. There was bombs and stuff going off. And, like, people would come, like get help how old were you when you finally got out of there and came i was here? young so i was like six but my brother my older brother was uh obviously like seven years older than me oh so they got vivid memories of it yeah my brother had to help in the clinic and my my sister pretty much like raised us and i wasn't really good either like they'd be like Feroza, get in the house and i'd be like no and i'd like run <laughs> off like climbing people's like roofs and stuff like because everyone has like flat roofs and we utilize it so we like hang our clothes up there let it dry yeah stuff like that so Huh. really bad kid Jesus. my brother was like really helping though he i think he said like later on he'd give people their shots but the main thing he would do is like if people had a hard time like getting to like the pharmacy he would uh take their prescription go to the pharmacy get their stuff come back and give it to them huh. so, yeah so as much help as you can was it a war zone at the time too or i think so because we left when the taliban was getting really bad and no we like yeah it was like when I remember they told me a story of when they also worked at like Red Cross and all this time. And there was a time where like the Taliban had, uh, there was these like bandits that stole and the Taliban caught them. But like, this is like where my, maybe my crisis of conscience comes from where I'm like, I'm a yin yang. I don't know. I got to see both perspectives. Those people are pretty much stealing because they had no food and money and stuff. They're like, they're, you're fucking shut up, man. I need to survive. I got to feed my family. So they got caught and the, um, the Taliban emptied out a school, a refugee camp, and, like, made a crowd and was like, you guys watch this. And he saw my dad was a doctor, so he pulled my dad over and he was like, you gotta cut this guy's hand off and make sure he lives. And I don't know if my dad said yes or no, because I'm like, this is just stories I'm hearing back. And my dad's never really admitted to this, so he, I, I know he has, like, so much shame and, like, it's probably affected his mental health. But well, I th- think he either went to jail and then did it, like, after, like, he... They like he was like okay I I have a family and kids and a wife and I can't be in here and it's not safe for like my wife to just be with a fourteen year old son kind of thing or like even younger than that and you know what I mean like you yeah. in Afghanistan you need to have a man or a man with you to just go outside so it really sucks um so 
Uh, so he did eventually like, cut this guy's hand off or something. And that's a thing that like people did in back in the day too. Like they like if you steal, you get your hand cut off because now you can't use it to steal or something like that. To be honest with you, that should still be existing to this day. Oh my god! Coming from where we work again, adult source. <laughs> we should we should definitely have that policy implied there and stuff though. Just a wall of hands. For, yes, exactly right. Like all the fucking people who steal just the minimal amount of shit from our store and stuff though. It's just ridiculous. Like if you're gonna steal something, go for the big items. Don't don't <laughs> steal like a five dollar bottle of Luby dumbasses. And both those living dolls have sold. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nobody knows I who the hell that is, though, but the big-ass expensive sex dolls. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, life-size modeled off of, like, porn stars. Yeah. And we've been trying to get rid of them for a long time, and I can't believe how fast... I don't know what's happening. They yeah. sold, like, within, like... Maybe the economy's coming back up and people are getting a little extra money or something, or... A lot of people have been stealing, though. Yeah. I, would, I don't know if the... It doesn't... I hate working alone. Like, I feel less safe because men are just, like... One time I helped somebody get to like the massage parlor, which is upstairs, and he would not stop touching me. And then I was like, yo, don't touch me, dude. Like, and I had to lie that I had a boyfriend. And I have to lie about this like often. So this like fake boyfriend, like years, you better be, he's a shitty fake boyfriend. He never sees me at work. Anyways, um, he like kept touching me and then I told him I had a boyfriend and then with his, uh, he's still like, I'm just trying to be friends with you. Like, I don't. Can we not touch it, though? Like, I'm my, none of my friends ever touch me, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, he's got boundary issues now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gross. You gotta set your boundaries here. Yeah. And I thought Afghanistan was bad, but, like, now, even here, I'm just like, I don't want to. Oh, I mean, those... Okay, we're again back and forth back and forth sorry no whatever it's my bad too um but yeah like a lot of the customers that we have come into our store that at least the one location each location is a little bit different for its customer base and stuff though so it's has its different stories and all that um but where we work on i'm not gonna tell where exactly and stuff though but uh the part of the part of the city is more indian based Mm -hmm. northeast we'll just say (laughs) because i mean that's pretty obvious and stuff right um, so we get a lot of those guys come in, but we also are by the airport. So we get a lot of those, I, I'm assuming probably fresh off the boat, come right into our store kind of thing and stuff though, experiencing It's these, like a museum for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like they hear about it, this, all these stores and stuff that we have here and they don't have that back there. And so they come in, but then, then they start asking really ridiculous questions that they should probably have researched before coming into a place like this. Like they feel like maybe we're just like this big, uh, information hub where we can just give them all, all these oh my God. creepy weird shit and stuff though. But it's like, do you guys have any videos with animals? no uh do you have anything with like kids no yeah <laughs> just weird shit like that or or the ones who are uh do you have anything to get women in the mood like oh my God. how about a good personality <laughs> like anything that you put into a person's drink and stuff is just gonna be yeah, you're weird yeah like, just have a good personality be funny you don't gotta look good you just gotta be funny exactly and if you're going to the lengths of like having to knock a person out cause being in like <laughs> yeah that's that sucks man yeah yeah, that happens. But, I mean, when you're repressed there, I guess it kind of makes sense, right? I get the most thefts from Caucasian people, though. Oh, thefts, yeah. But I'm and... talking about just creepy, creepy behaviors, sexual behaviors and stuff that seem to come from Indian men. I, I got, like, the, the bag thing. We have to, like, if you have a big bag in our store, you got to put it behind the counter. Yeah. And for some reason, older white ladies hate me every time. I've had, like, chicks try to fight me and stuff. So, like, I had to almost call the cops, and I had, like, coworkers and customers jump in to tell these ladies to leave the store because they didn't want to leave the bag behind the counter. Like, what is up with people these days? I don't know. You think that's kind of a common sense thing? That's, that's not I know, but how that's... is that even? I'm not even safe. Like, do I? Can I hit people? I don't know. The... Mm, See? I'm not going to. 
comment mm-hmm. on it. Again, I've been working there for almost 10 years now, so I've had my situations where we've been outside and stuff's whatever. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, as soon as we, if you leave the store, I'm going to clock out. Now I'm a regular citizen. Oh, man. How many times that people have been in the store, like, like th- wanting to throw down and stuff like that? Yeah. And it's just like, let's go outside. Yeah. As soon as you step outside, it's like, hey, we're off the cameras. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I got exacto knives. I will whip out. I'm going to cut some. Exactly. I need some, like, dick brass knuckles. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. But then I would be, if it was me, I would be fighting constantly. Any person right? that comes to the door and be like, just a little bit dick, it's just like, all right, let's go outside. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why I work in the back now. So. Yeah. I was told to kill them with kindness and it, it kind of works, but I just feel like really angry for like letting them be. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they need to learn. They, it's almost like getting the last word in a fight kind of thing or something. You, you don't, you, you, you're basically submitting to the fight. You're not. Yeah. But what else do you do? Because. I mean, again, from experience and stuff, I've dealt with those types of people and stuff. There's no reasoning. They come in feeling like they, the world's owed to them and they're in the right and they don't... They expect you to just bend to their will kind of thing, right? But you have to put them in their place. And even when you put them in your place and you tell them straight up, like, no, you can't do this. This isn't our policy. Uh, obviously, you know, because we're a sex toy store. Yeah. We don't take that kind of stuff back or whatever. Yeah. We, we are not like a Walmart where we can just repackage it and put it on the wall or clean it and it'd be safe for putting it in a human body kind of thing. So we have to guarantee across all of our customer bases that we don't take that stuff back regardless of the situation. As soon as it's past our door, it does not come back in. Um, you could have fucked with it in the car. We don't know. It, it's out the doors. It's not our problem anymore. But people are like, no, you got to do something for me. There's got to be a return policy. There's got to be something. Call my manager call like they freak right the fuck out and stuff though like i've gotten into yelling matches with people like straight up yelling matches and stuff though where we're swearing at each other and just just really ripping into one another being being dicks to one another essentially me telling them like, i don't get the fuck out i'm gonna whatever is that kind of stuff but then at the end when they finally leave there's customers like applauding and stuff though like you handled that so well it's like really i didn't feel like i did like i felt like i lost my shit <laughs> i like i hate the i've had like a lot of customers just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, give me the discount. Like, who the fuck are you? Indians? No, it was this white guy. I was so mad. Oh, okay. He just demanded it, too. Really? All the time. Why are you so they, cheap? They come in and say, like, they're buying something that's, like, $3 or something, right? And they'll give you $2.50. And they go, 50 more cents. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, okay. And they give you a quarter. It's like, another quarter. Like, come oh, on. okay, but, you know, like, you can't make me a deal and stuff like that. No, man. No. Like, yeah. It's three fucking dollars. This isn't even my store and stuff like that. Like, you have no power. I can't power. give you those deals. Exactly. <laughs> like, who, who do you think we are? I tried to get my boss to be like, give me, like, a title. I was like, yeah, so am I, like, like, the dungeon keeper, like, gatekeeper? And she's like, I mean, you could just be the cool stoner chick that works here. <laughs> when things got really bad back in the day, I used to just tell people, I'm like, I'm the owner. Fuck off. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then they kind of, uh, you almost have to be the authoritative figure and stuff, though, for yeah. some of these people because they won't listen to you. Even the ones who are like, call your manager. It's like, it's 11 o'clock at night and she's been off since 3 and she's got kids at home and stuff. Yeah. Like, like we're not going to bother her in the middle of the night and stuff like that though with this shit. She's, she's guaranteed to be sleeping right now. Yeah. And just so that she can tell you on the phone the exact same thing that I've just explained to you and stuff though. No, I'm not calling her and stuff though. But then they just go on and on and on. It's like, fine. And then you have to call her and stuff. Oh, yeah. Right? And love people are like, this is the time that she works. Monday to Friday. You know what I mean? And then they're like, yeah, but I'm not coming back. Or I live so far away. Like, you came back to yell at me and return this item. But you're not going to come back to like the manager exactly. tell you. Yeah, because they feel like they can bully you into just getting what they want. Yeah. In the end and stuff, though. So it's, 
Yeah, I mean, that's why I can't deal with it anymore. That's why I'm in the back because I would eventually probably just knock somebody out. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe this is my thing back again with the whole educating people about being a dumbass. Don't rape people. Don't be an asshole. We can all see you be an asshole. But I I feel like you're right, though, because I remember I read this thing that's like, why didn't they teach us how to do taxes in school? And I had like this computer class that kind of was just like slightly. Oh, it makes sense. I get my wife to do my taxes all the time. I've never touched my taxes. I just oh, it's it's April. Get on to there. <laughs> Is that when it's taxes season? Wow, I don't April even know. Or something. Yeah. Someone, you, someone always tells me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, you do you do taxes? I I oh. fight with my wife on that too and stuff. So I'm like, don't pay it. <laughs> <laughs> I I always seem to owe or something. It's never a lot or whatever. It's like two hundred bucks or something, right? But at the same time too, it's like you know, if the government really wants that money, they're going to come asking for it or something like that, though. I'm not going to go just hand it over to them and stuff, though. And especially $200, they're not going to fucking... They're going to look at that and go, it's more hassle to go after it than anything and stuff, though. Right. They're going to go after the people who are, like, you know, big construction companies and stuff, though, who are not paying their taxes or swindling them or, oh, you know, ten grand back or something like that, though. You know, it's it's those people that they're going after because those are the large amounts. And they're going after the small fries like me, like... So I, I hopefully next year when I do my taxes and stuff. <laughs> How are you always owing? I don't know. I, they just don't take enough off my check or something. Though. Oh, so shit. It's, yeah. And as I keep going up in raises, it's oh. it's not accounting anymore. So it's just getting more and more, like a little bit of taxes coming off of it, more and more amount. So it's, yeah, it's adding up. And now it's just, I think it's better this year. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we'll have to see when April comes around. <laughs> we'll just hope. Yeah. A whole year away. Oh, I better, I hope we did our taxes this year. Whatever, anyways, we're getting off track. Anyways, I want to get back to uh, Afghanistan there and your dad cutting off hands because that was fucking crazy. Yeah, man. And there was a prohibition back in Afghanistan too. And like my dad, so that like a liquor prohibition. So my dad would like boil rubbing alcohol and just drink that and like black out. He was a fucking mad scientist, man. He's still living and he like can like, he makes this potion to like um, regenerate his liver or something. just fixes it or something. It's really weird. I feel like that's bullshit. Why? Like cheating the system to re well, if that was the case, then every alcoholic would just be on board with this. Well, stuff, he just right? like adds all the shit that's like really good for your liver, and then he puts it in a bottle and like I think just detoxes for. Otherwise, like you know, if you drink heavily, you can like shit out your your and puke out your organs. You oh, get like yeah. loose. Yeah, it's that's fucking, a common problem. Oh my god! I, oh, that was you. I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, you always <laughs> tell me the most fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called though, but yeah, it's an actual symptom that like lose something. Stuff, you get loose bowels and stuff though. It's yeah. incontinence kind of thing and stuff mm. though. But I, I, apparently, you're just everything is so dead inside. I guess though. rubbing really, alcohol just, really murders just... you, right? So if oh, you put yeah. that on something, it like like kills that. It based my that's how my dad described it. It's like when you're drinking liquor, you like it kills all the bacteria, good bacteria mm. and bad bacteria. <laughs> so like you got to regrow that. You like slow down your immune system and shit. It's fucking. Your dad was a doctor. Yeah, he was like a, apparently a, he would do. I remember I had an, uh, my ex boyfriend was over at my house one time, and my dad's talking to him, and he's like, and he's drunk, and he's he's like, I used to do five or six orgies a night. <laughs> my boyfriend's like, what the fuck did he just say? And, and my dad's accent's so thick. He, he said five or six surgeries a night. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> and he would do like lots of surgeries, man. He, I remember. He told me, like, some kid got kicked in the face by a donkey or a horse or something. Yeah, hard as fuck. Ooh. And, like, was his face was, like, sideways and he stitched it back properly. Holy shit. He also told me this other story. Because I was trying to, like, write my family's life story one time. Because I was like, wow, this shit's so interesting. And my fucking dad kept lying about shit. But he... Yeah, uh, yeah fucking shitty. I'll tell you <laughs> one of the lies after. But he, he told me he saw this kid from, like, miles away. And 
he knew exactly what was wrong with him. He was, like, holding the stomach, and there was, like, a thing that was, like, happening back then. And he, the kid went to another doctor, and my, my dad had spoken to the doctor and been, like, this is what it is or something. And the guy, like, didn't listen or something like that. But the kid ended up dying, and my dad was pissed because he was right. Ooh. Yeah, so... Well, he, he didn't treat him, though. He wasn't to blame for it or anything, was he? No, he wasn't. But he was like, he told the doctor, like, uh, hey, he's got, like, something wrong with his stomach. You need to, like, sew it up or something. Oh, he, I think he had holes in his stomach. And you, he's like, you got to open him up and, like, t- like close up, all, like, sew up all those holes. or so- I don't I'm not a doctor. Yeah, I'm yeah, also, yeah. like, a really, like, I'm, <laughs> I don't really go to the doctors. I'm like, okay, well, either I'll die or I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so he would, he was a really good doctor, but. I mean, like, cutting someone's hand off and shit and, like, drinking all that much. Like, so, not... was he an alcoholic, though, before coming over here? Uh, I think so, yeah. He's, he used to, before he was a doctor and met my mom and stuff, he said that he was um, in the army. He was a Jeep driver, and he saw, like, this this country, and it was like, he's like, oh, man, it was it was so beautiful. You could smell, like, foods. You can hear music. People are dancing. You can hear laughter. So nice. Like, the colors of the the city were so beautiful, frozen. And then um, a bomb was dropped on it, and it just smelled like death. It was, like, black smoke. You can hear, like, you could, it's, it's, it felt like sadness. Like, just seeing something so alive, you know, children laughing, and then it's just taken away and the same thing happened like when after he was a doctor and we had like a really big house because they were both doctors and like really well respected and stuff um like industrial size football field houses yeah like big big houses and my dad is like he really loves plants and shit so every time he'd get a house it would always have like fruit trees and then all the animals we'd have because like people would give us animals and my little brother was obsessed with animals and my brother like all my family liked animals we were younger too we'd watch like steve Irwin and shit like <laughs> and, that, and, and like zabumafu oh yeah 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 and like learned english from watching simpsons and stuff like that <laughs> so like when people do or, or when now i talk to like white people and they're like you don't know this show you don't know this movie no bro i didn't even know english i was like my dad was we were watching fucking animals you grew up through like the mid 90s and stuff though in afghanistan so yeah <laughs> i was like i know fucked up cartoons i've heard and stuff. yeah um so the houses were all nice and stuff uh and then when we were leaving he said a bomb was dropped on it and we, we can never go back to it like it's just rubble now so that sucks well you know like i don't know about you personally and stuff though but i feel like alcoholism you can usually i almost feel like you want to blame people for it and stuff though like that's on you you gotta stop drinking or something like that though but at the same time so many of these people and stuff they'll fall into it ptsd yeah all other kinds of uh, other mental illnesses and stuff right that's exactly what it sounds like he probably went through in South though so yeah, the it, things it's hard seen. to not blame him for that yeah and you just want to numb your emotions I was talking to a veteran not a veteran um, somebody that went through the holocaust well I wasn't talking to him personally he was giving like a a speech and I was listening to it because I was like oh this guy like it was so good but he told me that he would sleep with the lights on to this day so oh, I believe it yeah I was, it was really bad and he also told me a story about like how bad it was back then Trump's like Hitler right now, so I'm <laughs> really bad at like staying on topic. But this is a really good story. He told me that uh, he was in an orphanage. They had moved him around. He's separated from his family. But uh, in this orphanage, um, they like told all the boys to stand on the line. They pulled down all their pants and then selected a few of them, moved this couch, moved this carpet, put them all on the ground. And he's like, oh, I was so scared. I peed my pants. They're like, if you make one noise, all of you will die. So he peed his pants. He could see rats running around and shit. He was so scared. He, they saw, he, they put the carpet back on, moved the table or the, um, the couch back into place. And, uh, 
then somebody some people came into the place and they checked everything out and like i think they checked the boys penises again and um once they left what were they looking for circumcision what does that mean that means that you're jewish oh okay yeah, they didn't know that though uh, and then Fuck. <laughs> they you could just see the cracks like light from the cracks and then um they moved the couch and then they moved the car- carpet again and let them b- back out so basically they're just hiding these little jewish boys in the orphanage with like all, all the other kids and like so huh. really sad and that's like if you're in the army just people are just like that savages like that they don't care like they're cutting people's hands off like that person is starving trying to feed their family and you're getting an innocent man and giving him post-traumatic stress disorder because you're a fucking asshole yeah yeah well totally well and on top of that too like being there going through all that kind of shit and so understandably you're going to be an alcoholic then you're going to try to flee there to get you know come to canada and stuff like that they'll have a better life for your family and stuff though and then you're going to be an asshole to your family but mm-hmm. but at the same time too you can't blame them too much and stuff like, see I, this is my I'm place of conscience some, i'm having some sympathy for him right I now know, because, fuck you. because he's, been, he's been through so much and stuff like that though if i hadn't told you that you would have been like fuck that guy if no, i just told you the bad shit maybe he did like you gotta you gotta hold him accountable for the bad things that he's done of course and he's got to acknowledge those things as well that's like, like he's going to heal and right stuff, that's but my crisis of conscience is like are you a good like do we do you blame blame him for that or no fuck that you blame him for the things that he's done you you can hold him accountable for the things he's done while he's been drunk mm-hmm. and he's got to be aware of those things as well and stuff though so that he can hopefully right those wrongs and stuff right though but you can't you can't expect him to change he's got to do that on his own and almost i mean i hear it a lot of times with addictions and stuff though that uh you have to hate your rock bottom right but, I, oh my but, god he almost did you would think that. you would think chopping off a dude's hand or your family disowning you almost that like yeah, that would be your time. rock bottom and stuff <laughs> i mean for me he just doesn't have a rock bottom there everybody has their rock bottom it's got to be something really bad like maybe one of maybe i mean it's not let's saying go, something, let's go through if one some of your more. kids died or something like that though let's go through some more of these stories just hold on okay hold okay, on. okay. <laughs> um so we lived in winnipeg for a really long time and uh my dad had or my mom had a really good life she was a doctor in afghanistan and they tried really hard to be a doctor and like she was in the work in the hospital at, in winnipeg right and everything's good my uh, brother and sister and cadets so and they're actually on a, a vacation not a vacation um camp they're at camp in vernon bc my dad fucking loses his shit or over something right i'm really young i don't really know um and he fucking we pack all our shit up it's summer too and i remember i'm like i have really fucked up like with love i'm an idiot because of his because of my dad anyways um me too i was super like in love with this little boy back in the day and he was so nice to me and like he'd so summer's happening and i'm like just waiting to go back to school because like I was so in love, like six years old. Whatever, it doesn't really matter. But like, this is uh, the effect of how. But he took everything, and like, we packed everything up, and like, we are driving to Calgary. That's my brother and sister are in Vernon, BC. They can't pack their shit up. Like, so if we left anything of theirs, and I remember back when we lived in Winnipeg, my brother, my older brother, like, we all loved animals. He had like a tank of um, frogs, and he would. when they died or something or he would like dissect them and like check out the insides and stuff like he was really into i don't know like the hospital stuff and like just science and stuff like that and he still is but you just took all our shit and was just like okay now we uh, move to calgary and then like a, i think a couple weeks after that or like a day or two after that my mom and dad are fighting he and i'm like screaming because i'm like trying to scream over their like oh yeah fighting I've been there. yeah right and uh this when we moved this guy came with us because there was like too many vehicles and stuff like we had to move 
two cars or something in a U-Haul. And my dad's, uh, the guy's like, if you don't stop screaming, your dad says he's going to come in here and like stab you. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, right. And then. Well, there's probably some truth to that. <laughs> right? My, we, they used to fight a lot too. When my brother, my older brother was home, he'd have to like stand up for like, and like get in between and like ugh, horrible hitting. Isn't that a culture thing too though? Like to kill a disobedient child or something? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a it's a running joke that like oh like i don't care i'll kill you and make another one kind of uh, thing so <laughs> yeah it's like oh okay what a bad thing to do to your children right they thank you for that psychological i created you i can take you out. yeah <laughs> not like i love you you're great you're just making some mistakes now like fucking stop or you're dead yeah um and then after that crazy fight uh we lived in a shelter away from my dad for a little while so a women's shelter very nice uh so that kind of sucked my dad kind of fucked us up like a, a lot Hmm. yeah he did way worse things to my mom too like and and my mom i got sorry i got like um she had it was like a theater thing that wrote her story out a little bit and she like censored so much of it she didn't say anything bad about him um he fucking has broken things over her head and stabbed her like with the pieces oh. cleaned up the blood before the cops come he, my mom has been upstairs taking care, care of the kids like me and my brothers and stuff and my dad's downstairs with like prostitutes that don't even have two teeth like Holy crap. right right so that's my crisis of conscience like why do you and my culture getting like mental health like is like a weakness like if you don't get your shit together up there then if you go into like you're if you get strong a, yeah exactly if you get a therapist then you're not you're just like a little bitch but it's yeah, I'm, I understand that too. I'm definitely, I, I'm trying to treat this podcast as almost my therapy session and stuff though, because my my wife wants me to go to therapy for all my, you know, I say trauma and I say, you know, all the kind of crap that I've gone through in my life and stuff though. And I mean, in episodes, maybe I'll, well, maybe we'll do another one of these together and stuff though and I'll explain more and stuff though. I don't know how much time we have left though, but um, yeah, like I've had trauma, but at the same time too, I don't know if my trauma is, I mean, my trauma is my trauma to me. It's not as bad as some others. Like I'm listening to, I'm listening to your story and stuff. Though, and I'm going, oh, fuck. I mean, I, I'm nothing compared to this and stuff like that. Though, so what do I really have to worry about? Well, see, else? I was, <laughs> I have a therapist because I'm not ashamed of a. I need someone to bitch out to, and she will say like even little things that other people haven't said that will like make me go like, oh my god, like bro what right like she'll she said something like you've dealt with a lot of loss and i was like i nobody's really like directly died like i'm really only close to my uh i've had people like kill themselves and stuff but i was never like buddy buddy with them like yeah. i just knew them kind of thing and um she was like that's not what i'm talking like you death is a type of loss but like just i don't talk to my sister anymore because i drank and drove one time but i had drank and drove i ran around the corner and parked and cried <laughs> because mm-hmm. i was trying to get away from someone that was it was just a whole fucking and that's why you stopped talking to your sister no she stopped talking to me oh. she's like you're old enough to know better and i was like 18 i was like bro i'm 18 and she has done some stuff when she was like younger that was way worse so yeah I, and but i told my brothers and like you drove around the corner did you learn your lesson like that's you're so stupid but it wasn't never like never don't ever talk to me again yeah well, like, i mean like and she's like, that's a loss and she was like really close to me so and of friendships that I've lost like I I always give so much to people I don't know why I, I think it's like I don't know <laughs> I'm a really giving person but I, I think my therapist was trying to like mention like maybe you do that because you don't want to lose a person you give them a lot you like want to hear like look how good I am I'm a giving person but mm-hmm. you like nobody really gives back so I just like I know exactly what you're talking about that's definitely my fault as well and stuff too I'm I'm Overgiving and overloving to a point of fault where people start taking advantage of me at that point and stuff and like even this this studio that I have right now and stuff though I'm doing podcasts for other people and stuff though all of it for free 
yeah. don't charge anybody for my time. I don't charge anybody for my my gas to get to them and stuff though in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't charge for the studio use. I don't use. I charge for like again my time like editing and all that kind of stuff, right? Nothing. I do this all like out of the kindness of my heart because you know I want the industry to flourish and stuff. I want the podcasting world to kind of be the next uh, the new form of media and stuff though for people because you can't trust that what's on the TV and shit, right? That's true. Um, so yeah, I mean this is this is a, a voice for the people now to kind of get their messages out there and stuff though. And everybody that I've talked to so far is kind of like, eh, I don't know, maybe maybe we'll we'll get to it and stuff though. Oh, where are you at? Oh, that's kind of far. Yeah, no thanks and stuff. I was like, this is all for free, you stupid yeah. fucks. Like, oh, come man. on, like. Oh, I know. What else are you going to do? Like, jerk off on a Saturday? Like, calm down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're just, like, really in their comfort zone. And I don't really want to give to other people. It's, like, taken away. Even, like, compliments and stuff are just, like, a lot harder for people to give now. How about receiving them? How are you with that? Me, I'm horrible with it. Me, too. I can't stand it. I... I I get all cringy and stuff like yeah. that though, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, you're wrong and stuff though, and, I, and then I try to like almost justify why they're wrong and stuff though, and try to put myself down again. And stuff you could, I don't know why I do that. I'm not awesome. This is why I'm not awesome. I start going through all. Why do you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Right? I don't know either. I'm not. Do I just like feel like I'm not good enough? You said that you comparing your story to mine like makes you feel like. You, it's you haven't dealt with as much trauma. I compare mine to somebody else, and I'm like, no, I haven't dealt with. Like, I compare mine to my brother, and like, why are you comparing? Everybody is like different, and like, everybody's what? got a worse story almost. It seems. Yeah, but everybody, but even that worse story that's worse than yours, there's always something else that's on top of that or something. You know, yeah. like you held your loved one in 9/11 or something stupid. Like that's pretty intense. Yeah, and that probably trumps a lot of other people's terrible shitty stories and stuff, though. So, I think it's just overcoming that in the general and stuff, right? Though, like just. I, it's acknowledging the the shit that you got inside of you and just kind of is it worth it yeah. like I, I like part of today was going to be i wanted to talk about our fathers and stuff like that though because i've got a quote-unquote trauma from my father i believe um from growing up and stuff like that though too i i say father but i should probably say dad a father is somebody who's actually there for you and stuff though a dad was just a person who was you know maybe provided a little bit or was i call my dad by his first name i don't even call him those oh see i never got to that point so i guess see again i don't have it as bad (laughs) (laughs) we always did though like i grew like apparently back in the day in afghanistan so this is like a thing for and then we'll get i'm sorry but uh, um he used to be a really big doctor right hotshot and Mm -hmm. he didn't want people to know that he had kids so instead of calling him by like dad or he i think he would hit my brother and sister and then just like out of seeing that or fear or just like learning from them i just started calling him that and then i have like growing up now i will say like hey i'll call my dad by his name and Pe- like i'll have afghans that are like no you shouldn't call him that you should call him dad like go fuck yourself bro you don't know me yeah exactly <laughs> right you have no idea what our he- our history is and stuff so yeah i had a cop do that to me too once so i was getting like arrested he i like almost got an assault charge for from him he hit me with a chair once so fuck that guy yeah. and then he <laughs> one time i shoved him and he like calls the cops anyways the cops like you should respect your dad like fuck you who are you what are these people i hate this like this thing where you have to like love and respect these people that like brought you to this earth this earth fucking sucks bro why'd you do that yeah oh i completely agree with you it's almost like a social justice thing and stuff though where people feel they need to to fix every little person they come across and stuff like that though but it's, everybody's problems are a lot bigger than what they ex- are expecting and stuff though and you can't just fix a person in like a five minute little conversation of like hey you need to smile more and stuff though like no you don't know where the fuck i've just been and stuff like that you don't know how my day's been you don't know like anything like you don't know that i just spent the last week laying in bed not wanting to get out and stuff though just like 
You don't know Jack Shins at though, so don't tell me to put a fucking smile on. Oh my god, we have a regular that does that to me all the time because I'm like really happy at work, but like when I go home, I'm not happy, bro. Yeah. I'm having like the, the worst crisis right now too, and it's still dragged over. And like also like fight with depression too. All oh, like yeah. your family like fucks you up, man. Oh yeah. My mom over compliments me, and that also like learned like that small shit. Like I've I begged my mom before, like please, just like I don't like compliments, and I I'll like put the dishes away and she's like you're so beautiful i love you so much like, i'm not doing anything bro and then now like i feel like i almost like crave it like when i'm out and like from other people like do you do you not think i'm pretty like do you overly motherling and stuff though do you find that with relationships too you, you kind of cling on to people a lot easier because you're looking for validation almost almost yeah like i i, that, I feel like it and i'm like really trying actively trying to be like comfortable with myself but i keep running into people like the pr- previous person i was with like almost shamed me for not, like not having friends i used to have a friend when i was younger and i would like we were a package deal but only a package deal when i was going out and doing stuff i would take her to like meet my friends that she's never met before but she would never do the same thing back and like i would provide mushrooms all the time and and, and if she'd go out and do it with like other people not me so it like felt really hmm. shitty then and i stopped being friends and i have a hard time i like i can make friends with people really easily but i just don't want to like give as much anymore so i don't like keep my friendship's like really tight totally understand what you're talking about yeah and then um i'm getting shamed for that so and i think i'm so easily manipulated too because they were like oh that's kind of like weird like why do you do that and i was just like i don't is that is that weird like why what what (laughs) yeah i mean i growing up i had friends who were like i had one really good friend best friend i would call him and stuff right but then my sort of i guess my views on friendships were a lot different i don't know if it was like maybe the morals that i was installed when i was a kid or whatever but i i felt like i had one friend one friend only that was kind of it and stuff like that but then he started getting other friends too and stuff like that though and started hanging out with them more and it was like it, it almost felt like cheating almost <laughs> I, felt, I felt insulted and stuff though, that he would be spending his time with them and not me and then like i'm here guys too like yeah can, can i at least be a part of this little group too and stuff though? yeah it, it felt like he had his own other world and stuff like that though and it felt really alienated from that too though and on top of that, too, like when I was younger, I was, I want to say 12, 13. I got into a relationship for about eight years. Oh, my God, That damn. was awful. Yeah. It was a terrible relationship. It was it was to the point where it, it, was, it was hypocritical, definitely, on her part, where I wasn't allowed to have any friends. I couldn't go out and do anything with anybody. Uh, my, my one best friend that I had and stuff, though, she felt was a bad influence on me and stuff like that, though, which... I was probably the better influence on him. I would I would have to say, but whatever. She just had these theories and stuff, right? Though, so I wasn't allowed to hang out with him. I would have to sneak around behind her back to go hang out with him oh. and stuff like that, though. So, yeah, my my from thirteen to twenty one was, yeah, I think about twenty one was this relationship and stuff, though, where I was limited on like the people, the interactions with people that I had with meeting new people or having friends. Even for, like, I grew up. I grew up with mostly women in my life. Like, again, I mentioned my dad and stuff that was around, but he was always working. He was always away doing things. He was always off with his friends or whatever and stuff, though. So I never really saw him. He'd come by around bedtime or something like that. Really? Yeah, that was about it. And you were with your mom the entire time then? Mostly with my mom, mostly. Um, Lots of aunts. Uh, We have a really huge family, so lots of cousins and stuff like that, though, too. But mostly women. So my whole life has always been about women, and I've always gotten along better with women. I've been able to talk to women better. Um, relate to them better. I definitely feel like I have a more feminine side and stuff like that that I can connect with them and stuff too. When I speak to men, I get really nervous. Like I feel almost like I'm being judged and stuff. It's a really weird feeling, but um, 
crap, I kind of lost my train of thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like I relate to women a lot more and stuff though. But I feel that was because of like my dad never being there, being around women mostly. Um, he was never really, I, didn't, I never had a male figure to kind of show me what it was like to be man, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what do you do? Yeah, right? Or if you have like a negative one, that's not really good either. Yeah. You have like one that's hardly there and then, was he bad? He was, like, we got spankings. Mm. We, got, we got the spoon, the belt. The, Damn. Uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff, though. I mean, again, when I look back at it and stuff, though, I go, well, I mean, a lot of people had that. It's it's kind of, it's worked its way out now, hopefully, out of society and stuff like that, though I have heard of some parents recently spanking their kids and stuff, though, and I just kind of, I, I don't want to be the person that steps up and be like, oh, you can't do that, man, because then I'm being that social justice person who's trying to fix the world one person at a time type of thing and stuff, right? And then I'm being the hypocrite, too, and stuff like that, though. So you just kind of have to grit your teeth and kind of go, okay, I know what this person is now. you got to let him do his thing and stuff like that, though. Maybe he'll spank his kid in public or something like that, though, and it'll be a big thing and stuff like that, though, and then the police will get involved in child's protective, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he can't step in front of that kind of stuff, though. That's on him, whatever. But, yeah, so we got lickings and stuff. Um lots of like I wouldn't say verbal abuse and stuff like that though but just yelling lots of yelling and stuff like that though lots of like questionable things that I would look back at now as a kid and stuff though and go well that probably wasn't how I perceived it then as a kid and stuff like that though I would imagine now it's probably like okay like one situation I can remember and stuff we were living in a small trailer at a time um I I I remember being in my room and just hearing like not angry chatter like just laughing whatever and stuff like that or whoever whatever it was it was just noise voices and stuff off of down the hallway and then all of a sudden you hear crying and i don't know what the hell it is and stuff like that and like so i come out and i go check and stuff like that though my mom's holding her eye and stuff like that though and like crying and stuff though and then my dad's just kind of like well whatever kind of leaving and stuff like that though so and then i asked like well what's up and stuff are you okay or whatever and then it was like oh we were just wrestling and snipping each other with the towels you know you like snap like you crack one whatever and stuff right mm-hmm. and got her in the eye by accident and stuff though like, oh, whatever but now I kind of look back and then I'm like, did he hit her or something? Yeah. Like, I don't fucking know. I mean, I didn't see it. I don't know. I mean, did they just tell me that as kind of passing it on and stuff though? So, I mean, I've got all these questions that are like, maybe? You know what <laughs> maybe I... Maybe it was bad. I mean, he hits me. It's possible, so... You know what I, I learned that was really bad? Or like now that I think about it, like I've taken lots of uh, these psychology classes and stuff and I actually took a addictions course to learn like if I could actually help my dad, but you can't help addicts. You gotta let them just go to their course. Eh? Yeah, man. They'll figure their shit out. Yeah. I, he's not ever hitting rock bottom. Like we... Okay, anyways. Um, he... When we lived in Winnipeg, uh, we had like a neighbor and she was really young and my dad just like loved her and treated her so good and like would take her for ice cream and stuff. But he never did that for us. So before I was just like, oh, he's just like, she's really cute. He just likes like younger, like he didn't like, he wasn't like weird or anything, but um, he would treat them like really good and stuff, but he wouldn't treat us really good. So it would be like us, it was like now I'm, I'm an adult and I'm like, wait, what the fuck, bro? Oh yeah. Like you're going to take some other person's kid for ice cream, but not your own kid. That's fucked up. I, I know like when my parents, like they broke up when I was probably 10 to 12. I can't really say for sure, but like be around that age and stuff, right? And I remember just because of like all the turmoil that was going on in the house and stuff, though, the yelling about money or whatever it was and stuff, right? I was like, they, they came to me and they're like, we're getting a divorce. And I was like, okay. Cool. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of, I'm, I'm okay with this. And I was never taking a bad and stuff like that, though. I'm like, well, on the upside, two Christmases, two birthdays and stuff yeah. like that. Never ended up being that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody was kind of poor and stuff, though. So it's they, they did what they could do. I can't really blame them for any of that kind of stuff, though. We had we had a great childhood and stuff, though. And my mom definitely really stepped up and and provided for me and my sister and was always there for us and stuff though she was 
I would say like an absent mother as well and stuff though because she was always working. Mm-hmm. I can't fault her for that and stuff, right? Though she was doing the best she could for us. She always had a roof over our heads, um, made sure that we had food in our stomachs and stuff though. So thankful for her. Definitely, definitely thankful for her. Uh, but then my, my dad would just kind of come by, not really help out. Uh, he would always just kind of be there, I guess. And, you know, and as kids and stuff like too. Yeah, and like as kids and stuff though, you would go, like I would live with my mom, but then I would go spend some time with my dad and stuff on the weekends or whatever. I hated that so much and stuff though because it was never time with my dad. It was just hanging out at a shitty house and stuff like that. Yeah. Watching TV while he was off working or doing whatever else it was and stuff. And uh, I, w- I would end up, because I was in small town and stuff though, I would end up just wandering around the small town and stuff though and then coming home when it gets dark or something right? and then we'd order pizza and that was our big woo, you know, for the night and stuff. And yeah. And, yeah or, or, and then he started dating after, I guess, mm-hmm. which was weird too because as a kid, you know, it's you're seeing this happen and stuff though and you're like, all right, I guess I gotta be okay with it and stuff. But again, small town. Everybody knows each other and stuff, right? So it's like he's dating this one person and stuff. Though and I'm going, I'm pretty sure you're my friend's mom, yeah. right? And he, she's married and stuff, though. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but whatever and stuff, right? Yeah. But I'll now know too. This is our time together. This is our weekend. This is what, me staying over at your house and stuff. Though this is supposed to be us hanging out and stuff. Though why are you on the couch with her and like I'm in the bedroom watching TV? Yeah. <laughs> like so, it's that kind of shit, though. It's just. You weren't there. You didn't teach me anything as a father and stuff, though. And, mm-hmm. like, later on in life, I, I mean, a story for another day again, too, though. But, like, I worked for a place that, again, treated me really shitty. I got taken advantage of and stuff, though. But the guy that I worked for and stuff, though, treated me like a son kind of thing. Like, I almost looked up to him as a father figure more so than my own father. Mm-hmm. He, he did things for me and stuff, though, that my father never did. Taught me how to drive a standard. Taught me how to drive a dirt bike. Taught me how to shoot guns. Taught me how to survive in the woods taught me how to, to build random shit and stuff like that like taught me how to grow weed wow <laughs> damn yeah. man yeah um all kinds of stuff like that though right so i i learned more from him in the three years that i spent with him than my entire life with my father and stuff like the memories i have of my father were sitting in his hot truck and stuff while he was drinking upstairs with his friends Ugh. for hours wow. it got to a point and stuff though where i was making mixtapes and stuff though just so i can keep myself entertained <laughs> in the car and stuff right and listen to these tapes front to back front to back like probably three or four times and stuff damn yeah that sucks dude yeah. you ever like really think about how like the divorce and stuff like affects you but i had to my i my parents got a divorce when i was in well they had to try to get a divorce before too but like it's really frowned upon in our culture oh, yeah. so she tried and then bed back together um but when she finally did get a divorce, we were all the same way. Like, yes, finally. Like, thank God you're mm-hmm. fucking us up. Get it faster. Um, he, we, they got a divorce. Oh, fuck. I forgot where I was going with this too. No, yeah. I, my junior, I, when it was in junior high is when it was happening going into high school. And my uh, drama teacher was really, really like awesome. She loved me and stuff. So I would go back and visit her sometimes because she was just a really good person. And um, when I was visiting her one time, she was like, I, I think you are a little bit sad. Because the way you even dress now is, you used to dress really colorful, and now you're wearing black all the time. And I don't know if, like, are you are you happy kind of thing? That says something for a person. Is that though? Absolutely. Like the way you dress, even the music you listen to, definitely portrays who you are as a person and stuff. Yeah, that sucks. Oh well. Do you swing back and forth with music and stuff? Yeah, like, I listen to lots of different kinds of music. But this is another thing that like. I'm really weird about like music. I because I, I you don't know who that is. No, bro, I don't know who that is. Nowadays it's ridiculous because there's so many SoundCloud artists and shit. Yeah, and it's just muddying the waters and stuff. Though. Yeah. What I was gonna say inside though is like with music and stuff, especially I've been finding. Eh, I was gonna say this for another another interview, but whatever, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. tap on it right now. Um, with music and stuff though, definitely it is. 
it goes by your moods and stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, me personally and stuff, I'll, I like I love everything from reggae to death metal, the most hardcore shit, dude, grindcore metal, all that kind of stuff, right? But it depends on my mood. If I'm like having a really good month or something like that, though, and I'm like really, you know, it's been sunny out and I've been really out there getting in and working hard and, and I'm like everything's really positive and stuff like that, though, I'm listening to reggae. I'm enjoying the nice summer beats and the vibes and stuff, right? And then if I find myself enjoying more metal and stuff, though, I'm starting to look at myself going, oh, you know, there's something probably wrong right now. I'm probably not happy with really? something and stuff, though. Like, I've been really enjoying this metal music and stuff, though. I'm, like, <laughs> getting really, like, you know, like, hardcore and stuff. There's something probably fucked up right now that I'm not happy with and stuff, though. So then I can look inside and kind of uh, address those issues and stuff, though. I haven't really learned any good coping mechanisms yet for it and stuff, though. Weed. There's so well. many things <laughs> that, like, affect you, too, though. It's like, you can't pinpoint one thing. It's like, no, oh, yeah. no. I, I think it's just work stress too, honestly. Like working at Source right now has definitely been a source of tension and stuff. Um, doing this podcasting thing has been uh, picking up slowly, but I mean, it's again trying to get people on board and trying to get interested in stuff like that has been difficult. And then yeah. even when you tell them it's free, they yeah. don't want any part of it and stuff. Though for some reason, so whatever to each their own. I mean, I'm going to eventually run out of time for people and stuff though. And if you want to do a show, you're, <laughs> I'm going to have to yeah, you're going to have to start paying. It's going to have to be worth my time and stuff, right? Though. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I. Anybody listening out there who wants to do podcasts, I've got one more slot left for you. <laughs> Afterwards, you're going to have to start forking it over. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it all just kind of depends and stuff. So, But, yeah, right now I'm, like, really digging some metal music and stuff. I've been really into that. and uh, Metal dudes are really nice, though. They are. I'm, like, super angry, and I listen to, like, super, I don't know, hippie-ish music. And yeah. I met, like, metal people that are just, like, really confident in themselves and there's there's a band i really in, i'm into and stuff though i got actually their tattoo on my neck and stuff though of their their logo and stuff the mushroom head <laughs> they got one song and stuff though where a line in it is uh you don't know peace till you've had suffering uh-huh. which always kind of rang true to me and stuff right though like you don't know what you got until it's been really bad and then from that point forward you can kind of go this isn't so bad yeah and you kind of go for it right but i think that's the same way with a lot of those metal guys and stuff too though is they've probably been through some shit and stuff though and now they are able to take out that rage and stuff, though, through the music and stuff like that, though, and really, really get out there, you know, and they can express themselves through their clothing and stuff like that, though. But the nicest fucking people in the world. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I work with, I've worked with a lot of like burlesque and, and gothic type people and stuff, though. Uh, shout out to Vishalu. She's pretty tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's giving me lots of little work here and there and stuff, though. But um, yeah, like her crew and stuff, though, working with them uh, at Horicon recently. Yeah. Nicest goddamn people in the world. Yeah, it's the nicest people in the world. You would look at them and probably think like they're just terrifying freaks and stuff like that, though. And and they're they're just gonna come by and like fuck with you and stuff like that. And just uh, look at all the the creepy gross shit and <laughs> stuff like that, though. But no, nicest people in the world. Hugs, love all around. Like, just yeah, they're great, great people. But then I've also worked with a lot of comedians in the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to have a comedian on the show and stuff, though, so I can like really rip into the scene and stuff, though. The other thing, too, is that they're all kind of kiss-ass and stuff, right, though? So they don't want to be stepping on one another's feet and stuff, though, and trying to... You can't you can't piss off one person because then you're not going to get work somewhere else and stuff, though. So they're really light-foot about that kind of stuff, though. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping I can get a comedian on here and stuff, though, who's willing to, like, kind of be open and honest mm-hmm. about the scene and stuff, though. Because my experience is they're all just uptight, self-centered assholes. Mm-hmm. Really fucking dickish people and stuff, though. Not, not to say all of them are. Yeah. Like, I mean... Um, you wouldn't think, though. No, not at all, right? I mean... One of the other shows I, I produce for and stuff, though, Deep Thoughts with Connor Christmas and gang. Connor Christmas is a comedian, mm-hmm. nicest fucking guy in the yeah. world. But he's also a young guy. He's level-headed. He's smart. He, he's kind of 
on the ball of the whole scene and stuff like that though too so he's not going in there just kind of blindsided he's not an alcoholic like a lot of them are yeah he's He's very self-aware. Yeah, exactly. He's got himself figured out, it seems like. And mm-hmm. he's, I would say, more of an actor than a comedian. He yeah. likes to get into the comedy scene, I guess, though, to kind of, you know. Just, he's w- fucking hilarious. That's probably why. Definitely, <laughs> right? And Yeah, and just kind of get the acting chops out there and stuff. Don't mm-hmm. get familiar with stage presence and people mm-hmm. and stuff like that, though, too. So nice. I, I completely understand and I completely respect that and stuff. But, yeah, like, nicest person in the world and stuff, yeah. though. But he's also not heavily in the comedy scene and stuff, though. Yeah. So it's, he's not tainted by it, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> and I don't want to call out anybody and stuff, though, but fuck man these guys are just <laughs> just dicks like nobody responds to anything or they got snarky comments or they're just i don't know whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know we, now there's nothing i can like segue no into. yeah sorry i left you hanging there yeah. that was my bad and stuff comedians are dicks they're dicks <laughs> um they get away with it because they're funny see you don't got to be attractive you just got to be funny you can get away with a lot of shit that's true I mean I okay so that's one thing I almost want to get up on stage and do a comedy set or something though so that I can say I'm a comedian and then that way I can be offensive on this show yeah <laughs> that seems to be the only thing that you can get away with and stuff though like oh yeah if, if you're dropping in bombs or something like that then I'm like it's okay guys I'm a comedian don't worry it's just, yeah <laughs> it's such a joke why are you taking it yeah, so exactly. hard it's just satire guys this <laughs> is for your entertainment right <laughs> But uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess I got to do that. So maybe that's it too. Maybe the comedy scene is just kind of a dick to me because I'm not. Maybe they feel like I'm trying to steal their their thunder or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I haven't even gone on stage yet. I don't. I've never done anything though, so I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. But maybe that's it. Maybe I just got to get up on stage to earn some respect from them or something. Or you're on the lot, eh? Because you gotta gotta record them and stuff. Yeah. I, that's all I want to do is I just want to help them. I just want to get their voices out there so that the world can find them more and stuff though. And they're mm-hmm. like, man, I'm not interested. Yeah. This is this is podcasting. It's a global thing. Yeah, this isn't just local to Calgary and stuff like that. Though, like even Connor show, like I'm watching the analytics on it and stuff. Though, he's getting people hitting us up and from like Nigeria and Egypt and uh, I saw oh, what the hell was the other one recently? Uh, Norway, like just a lot of these places overseas and stuff. Right, it's just really crazy thing. Lots in the U.S. too and stuff though. Nice. Um, but yeah, like words getting around, man. It is. Yeah. Slowly why wouldn't surely, you? But... Why wouldn't you want to? Oh, I don't understand people. I know. Right, and it's it's a very easy thing, especially as a comedian stuff though, because you're already on stage and stuff. Though you do your set, and at the end, hey everybody, I'm so and so. Thanks for checking me out and stuff like that. Though I'm also I also host a podcast. Check this out here, mm-hmm. and then people go, oh shit, that guy was really funny. Don't remember his name and stuff though. He had a podcast. Do a little research. Boom, there it is. Yeah, and then just listening to them talk about whatever the hell it is they talk about and stuff though, you learn them more as a personality than you do as a just a person telling jokes up there you see a person up there telling jokes maybe you like the jokes maybe you don't like the jokes that's what you're going to be leaving them with and mm-hmm. stuff though is oh this, they didn't like my jokes this time and stuff though these people aren't my fans they're not going to care about it and stuff though but if they go and check out your podcast they're going to go oh this guy's actually kind of funny when he's yeah. just loose and on the go kind of thing or he's got an interesting life i had no idea about and stuff though like and that's just kind of what what clings fans on to you and stuff like that though but yeah, they don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, they don't care. No, these guys don't care. They they think they got it figured out and stuff like that, though. So, I mean, maybe one day they'll realize it and stuff, though, and then they'll start coming around and be like, well, sorry, guys. Now you got to start forking it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is karma even real, though? It is. I believe it <gasps> Are is. Are you sure? Because uh, I read this thing and it was like the biggest like lie or the biggest thing that really fucked with me is learning that just because you're a nice person doesn't mean nice things are going to happen to you. And I was like, what? Fuck you. I think it's superstition kind of more than anything. There's got to be some truth to it. I mean... If it is true, I don't see a lot of it come back because, again, I go out of my way for people. I, I, whatever, I help whoever needs help and stuff like that, though. I don't get a lot of it back, though. No. I'm waiting for my big thank you, you know? But yeah. No, I get nothing. No, society, fuck you, bro. Yeah. 
but but at the same time too that makes me bitter as well and stuff though like i it makes me almost want to not help anybody anymore yeah. stuff though because then it's go well, what's the point exactly like, for every time i hold the door open for like an old woman coming through or something like that though and then they look at me because i'm all you know jail tattooed and stuff like that though and look like shit fucking dogs mm-hmm. that's our doorbell whatever mm-hmm. anyways for all the women that i hold the door open for and and they look at me kind of like with that side eye like what the fuck are you doing and stuff though like you should not be the one that's that's holding the door open for me you scum kind of whatever and stuff yeah. like that there's another person out there and stuff though who's just they don't give a shit they just walk through and like whatever is someone at your door then maybe Do you, are you gonna check it no okay no what pause this okay we're on a roll <laughs> yeah right, cool so cool what do we have for time i don't know this thing stopped like what time is it 1352 what does that mean uh 152 oh shit this is a two-hour long podcast now yeah we've been really going at this for all oh my god you gotta like edit you gotta edit this shit oh no no i'm not gonna edit maybe no 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 we just like went off track too like i'm pretty sure we're supposed to like oh i told you in the beginning before we started recording stuff though this shit just goes all sideways and stuff one thing i do want to get back to is you're working with disability disabled Mm -hmm. adults yeah um and I mentioned Gary Busey before and stuff, though, so <laughs> yeah. kind, of, kind of figure out what the type of people are that you work with and stuff. But Busey was, uh, I mean, I don't know the story that well and stuff, though, but back in the late 80s, I believe, um, he was an actor, been in lots of stuff, though. Got into a really bad motorcycle accident, got himself some brain damage, and now he's just like, I don't want to say batshit crazy, but comes off batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's just, just an eccentric guy kind of thing and stuff, though, but you'd, I'd imagine, have to have some help in society to kind of have a person there who's... Hey, you're freaking out. Calm down, man. Yeah, there's just like different levels, though, in mine. There's, like, people um, that are just, like, making noises all the time like, and, like, moving back and forth kind of thing. Like, their hands are wobbling around. And then there's very, like... Is it, like, a palsy thing? Pro- I don't know. Um, there's also people that are, like... I don't know. There's one client that's just, like, buys a lot of stuffed animals. And you can tell he's very young. He's a really big guy, too. And he's just, like, really, like, small stuffed animals. Um or there's it's just like a mix like some people you have to wipe their ass and some of them you'll don't have to wipe their ass and some people like if they eat anything they'll like go into like they'll have like i don't know like their arms will break out and shit like they need their epi pen um so it is literally just adult daycare pretty much um there's but it you you do it for adults who are ethnic indian my my client speaks the same language as me um and he he just can't talk like really yeah. uh he does have like other problems but i don't know he it, and i'm like i i don't want to do it anymore because like i i'm getting angry about like stupid things and then i don't want to like be mad at my client or make him feel really uncomfortable because i'm uh you know angry well, you're a small person too and stuff though and if they're gonna get angry they they lash out at you and stuff what the hell are you gonna do exactly and in my uh in my work you can't you can't do anything like you're not allowed to hit them yeah and you can't even say no to them so it it feels like you know when you give someone a lot of things and then they just kind of like expect it or become kind of like demanding or rude exactly and then that's what we're we're doing like we hand them everything we're not allowed to say no and we sometimes we have to pay for things and we get reimbursed Hmm. yeah so sometimes well no we don't always have to pay for things but we will have to like some things are just free. Like I'm a service provider, so yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, huh, fun. Yeah, they pay for our gas, which is like thirty three cents, I think. It's not a lot. I don't really like it. I kind of want to go and like clean up like biohazardous shit, but that will really fuck you up. <laughs> Seeing like crime like, scene cleanup, yeah, or like it'll numb you too much. <laughs> or work at the shelter that I lived in, uh, or yeah, we lived in for a little while. That'd be a good one. I don't know. I'm just like. 
in it, like I'm really stuck. Like I feel like if I want to do anything, I just have to apply myself and I can do it. But I don't know, man. It's like it, uh, you gotta yeah. have your shit together already. Everyone's traveling and and shit. And like you haven't been there, you know. You know shut up. Shut yeah. up. How are you making this money? Like who are you fucking? Well, okay, so that's mm-hmm. the thing too. You're very young. You mm-hmm. still have a lot of time to kind of do that kind of stuff. Though you're not tied down to a relationship. You don't have any kids or anything like that and stuff. Travel. It would say whatever you can and stuff. They'll go out and do that kind of shit. And stuff. Like, because as soon as you get married, as soon as you start having a kid and stuff like that, though, it becomes very difficult. I don't want to have kids, but I, I'm like, I really want to move out of my mom's house, man. You have to. Yeah. Should to, I do that before to, I move travel or after? Before. Before mm, travel first. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's hard to say because you can save money, obviously, living with your parents and stuff. A lot she more, right? but, wants to go to like Germany and America in, in like September, and I don't even know. Like, I really want to go see my uncles and stuff, but I, I don't know if I want to go. <laughs> She wants to go for like a month and like that's a long long time. I don't know. It's I would say it's worth it just to just for the the culture experience kind of thing and just to get out and see the world and stuff though. Like I've I've been to like Disneyland and stuff like that though and as a kid, but I've never really gone to any place for myself. Never as like a vacation kind of thing. It's always just been just for family functions or for whatever the reason being. Mm -hmm. Um but I wish I would have got out more and stuff though. Like my wife and I we got married very cheap, like probably the cheapest wedding you could probably imagine. Never, mm. never have had a honeymoon. We've mm. worked at the same company for years now, and it's we just don't have the time. We we can't find a way to break away. We can't find a way to save money. We can't find a way to like if we wanted to take a week off, we we're taking a week off together, and that's two paychecks that are suffering on yeah. something. So it's we kind of fucked ourselves. That way, but, yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah. You're like stuck in this like little loop of like what the fuck do we do? But but then at the same time too, like what's the ultimate goal in life? You want to have a car. You want to have a house. You want to have a family. You want to have you know healthy kids you see that's kind of the, the, like what that. also fucks me up is like that's that's what they say the ultimate goal is so then i'm like well i'm so lonely right now like nobody loves me and like so but at the same time too that's exactly what i have and that's exactly what i've set up for and stuff though mm-hmm. now i'm almost kind of looking back at it going should i have waited a little bit should i have pushed it off a little bit and stuff like that though kind of experienced more life and, and whatever and stuff though yeah or should i just be happy like i was able to come across these things early enough in my life and stuff though that i can just be happy and content with what i have i am i'm happy and i'm, I'm very content and stuff though like my wife takes care of me incredibly <laughs> like, yeah like my paycheck comes in and goes right to her and i don't ever see and stuff like that though and as far as i'm concerned i have a roof over my head and there's food in my belly i'm happy i don't care yeah. like that's that's about it and stuff though. yeah yeah so it's just the idea of like the society puts in your head that like whatever you're doing no matter what you're doing is wrong and I, it needs to be a certain way yeah like i for me it's a comfort thing i, I know if i don't like, say my wife left me right now or something like that, mm-hmm. though, and, you know, it'd be terrible that I don't have my kid around or something like that, though, but if she left me, I would feel very alone, like, obviously, you're feeling and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I, I would feel, like, alone in a way that's not the same as having a family. It's hard to explain. It's, you just want people around, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, too, I'm very, like, even having my family now, I'm very happy. My happiest is probably when I'm alone. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's weirds my mom out too. Like, I just want to be in the basement. It's like I'm I'm done for the day, bro. It's it's not even that. Like, I just I it, on the weekends is the only time I really get to spend with my family. Sometimes I'd almost rather just be by myself, just to have nobody around, just to kind of quiet the the whatever, the peacefulness, to, to kind of not rely on anybody, to kind of go off and just do my own thing and stuff. Or, you know, I want to go. I don't know, whatever. Just go do whatever and, mm-hmm. and go for a bike ride or whatever and stuff. Though I don't have to worry about. Hey, what are you guys up to? Do you guys want to come too? Do you guys want to do whatever? that's all things I have to be concerned about but yeah, I hate waiting for people should I be like happy that. like should I just be happy that I've I've succeeded and I've gotten all my you got the ultimate goal bro I've gotten the ultimate it's goal it's a side what am I missing 
Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That's two? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. This is a long ass podcast. Yeah, it is. Might have to cut it into two parts. Oh. Have to finish this another day. We should probably wrap it up though. Yeah. Um wow, damn, one thing I wanted to hit on though too is that you're you do gore makeup, but at the same time too you can't talk about gore. Yeah, if if anyone what is that about? <laughs> if anyone mentions any like I I when I was younger I watched this uh, movie. It's Immortals. It's a good movie. I would recommend people check it out if they're into that kind of stuff. Uh and I watched it with my brother the day before and then my friend came over the next day and I was like, "Yo, this is such a good movie. Like it's all the things I'm into, like Greek gods. It's got like crazy creatures and I fucking love monsters and shit. Yeah. The best." Um so I was showing her, and there's this scene where it, like, pans in into this, like, you know those old-school bull torturing devices? Yeah. Uh, there's, like, three innocent, like, really nice ladies in it or something. I'm pretty sure they were, like, nice ladies. And then there was, like... And then it goes into, like, the uh, another room. Like, there you you can hear them burning, and you can, in the thing, uh, the bull's nose, like, you can see smoke coming out and my oh, yeah. my brain's like that's their fucking flesh like burning against the fucking there's no way like either you stack on top of each other or like, like my brain's just going off and then it pans into this like monk who has uh sworn to like never speak and he's like being forced to like admit something so he just pulls out his tongue and cuts it off and it's just blood goes everywhere and or, like i got really uncomfortable so i got up and like started walking around i think before the scene even like happened and um my brother and my older brother and my uh friend were there and they said that, like, they heard a loud, like, like I hit the ground hard. And then they, like, both laughed because they were, like, didn't know what was going on. But I had fallen in the, and, like, the kitchen was kind of like a hallway that you could see the couch. Like, you could see into the living room. So my brother turned his head to see what happened. And I'm, like, convulsing and having a seizure. And he, I threw water on my face and, like, slapped me, like, really hard, brought me out of it. But I remember when I had the seizure, like... I like I felt so weak like my limbs and stuff like I it's just it's horrible and then like light goes like really light and then really dark I hear like a ringing and like every time that happens I try to pull myself out of it now and uh, like it'll happen sometimes and um so like uh, and I see like white and I felt like something was coming towards me but I could have just been like my brother leaning into me um so ever since that happened another time I almost got a seizure was uh, when I, I was on my birthday and before my birthday my mom had said something like guess what happened in Afghanistan uh, this this guy had really long hair and the Taliban grabbed his head and started like sawing away at it and then hit his, his skull and just chopped away and like fucking took off a little bit of his head I don't know why the fuck she told me that like and before my birthday too and I was before I even like had these seizures I would like look up the most fucked up horror movies like straight out of Asia like I would read subtitles like most fucked up shit I loved it and then can I I be honest I I don't think these are seizures that you're having I think it's uh were you smoking lots of the time maybe weed and stuff yeah I think so I've had the exact same thing happen and stuff though and they were trying to tell me before it was a a syndrome called Vogel syndrome ah I think where you yeah where where you see blood or something like that when you faint and stuff or whatever but it's not that because the same thing too like I've seen blood before I've seen horrible things on the internet or whatever and stuff it never affected me it was no big deal and stuff yeah. like that but then they were trying to tell me that I got like a little prick on my finger and stuff like that and I saw a little bit of blood and I hit the floor and stuff like that and I was like no the only thing I can really contribute it to is probably smoking a ton of weed really I had another uh, it time it must have been some kind of build up or just the body had enough or what about this exhaustion thing this other time i was in class like i would have not smoked weed it was a history class and we were learning about suffrage and they like she was like starving herself and they like put this mechanism in her mouth to like force it open and like poured eggs down her throat and that fucked me up like i could hear 
like Maybe. my teachers that they, they almost felt like they were in a different room kind of thing i don't know i gotta look it up like i gotta go to the doctor and my i've heard that they'll like set a seizure off to like see yeah. what it is and what causes it but i'm scared i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know for me personally i've had it two or I've had it probably happened about two or three times mm-hmm. and that's never happened again it's been years since it, so doesn't weed like know. not make you all seizure though like i feel like it yeah. have the opposite effect yeah exactly that's also why i don't think it's a seizure it's oh, yeah just a blackout but from what I don't know, I have never been able to figure it out either. But I, I've definitely felt like the ringing coming on, mm-hmm. the, the whiteness. Is the... there medicine for it? No, probably not. No, just fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucked up now. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But now to like cope with that kind of fucked upness, I do like gore makeup, and like having it on me is different than like seeing it or like hearing. For some reason, if I see it, my body's just like, "Is that gonna happen to you?" Yeah. And like my my arm like goes all numb. Like I'll see someone like the chick from Evil Dead like cutting her tongue like that, and my yeah. tongue's just like, "Why the fuck are you? Why are we even here? Who who does this? Well, who thinks of this shit?" But you can do it to yourself and it's like, eh, no big deal. Yeah, it's like, okay, what kind of fucked up thing could I do to my, like, body that will look cool to other people if I, like, post pictures? I'm right now I'm doing, like, a really bad job, but, like, back in no, the day. Oh, I've seen what you got on your socials and stuff. Though. That's great. Uh, it's it's a, looking really good. I, well, though, I, want, I have, like, one where, like, the, my eye is, like, blacked out, but it doesn't make sense. Like, what, what would cause that? Like, if I hold, like, uh, maybe, like, a butane torch to my eye? Like, it doesn't make, like, there's no science yeah, maybe. behind Hostile it. Hostile style. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cool. Well, I mean, coming to the end here and stuff, though, uh, like I was saying before in the beginning of the show, I wanted to kind of do like a podcast review and stuff like that, though. We mentioned off air that you don't really listen to tons of podcasts and stuff, though. Shame on you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but you're into web series and stuff, though. What are you into? Uh, right now, I've been watching a lot of like hot ones and watching celebrities eat like nice. things like that. I also love stand up comedy a lot. So, but I don't really see them like behind the scenes. I just see them like on TV and stuff. I've been watching This Is Not Happening a lot. Yes. I've been binging on YouTube a lot. Like, I transition from uh netflix to like youtube now yeah this is like i don't know why yeah ari shapir's oh i guess it's not his show anymore is it it's not happening no i think he got i mean i I, i've heard stories and stuff though but i think he got fired from it really yeah and then they just continued on without him (laughs) what why would they fire him he's already like so vulgar though (laughs) i I don't again i don't really know i think it was more maybe not necessarily fired but i think he's just he was too busy or not around or something like that though or it has something to do with he just vanished for like two months or something like that though went over to Asia or whatever and something and traveled around or whatever but he just kind of disappeared nobody knew where he was he wasn't right. sending any messages and Chappelle. stuff though. so he, yeah I think he just kind of fucked off and just bailed on the show so the show was like what do we do and they just kind of kept going without him and then he just lost it that way kind of thing nice I don't know whatever but I used to be a big fan of Ari Shafir not very much anymore no I don't know I've lost a lot of respect for him I just like the like the different comedians there was like little snippets of uh people's lives yeah yeah me too yeah that's podcasting that's exactly what i like it for too i i love comedy i don't care for stand-up sets that much mm-hmm. i love listening to com- comedians talk on podcasts though. yeah I listen to a shit ton of them and stuff though and then eventually you know when i'm listening from a lot of their shows and stuff though i'll eventually go see them in, on their sets and stuff though and i'll love them from that yeah but otherwise i mean they're all kind of nowadays the same thing i used to listen to more like audiobooks and uh I would, my friends kind of get me into like the horror podcasts oh, yeah. but then I got like the shame again from people like you don't know this song like no I'm wasting all my time listening to like yeah. when it comes to podcasts too there's like I mean that's also the reason why I wanted to do reviews of these things and stuff though because there's so many fucking shows out there too that it's hard to really narrow them down like what's a good one what's a bad one mm-hmm. who's got a show out there like you know most actors most comedians all that kind of stuff have their own podcast nobody really knows about it and stuff though so I mean if you're a big fan of I don't know Anna Ferris, Anna Ferris has a podcast and stuff though 
uh, or I mean, Ari Shafir has a podcast, like all these guys. Really? Stuff, oh right? yeah, it, it's all over the place and stuff, though. And if you're a fan of them, then it's just another way to kind of be in more involved in their life and stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, Hot Ones you mentioned that was a great show too. I watched that a couple times too. I got turned on that one. Uh, Bert Kreischer mentioned it on some show back in the day he was on it as well and stuff really yeah yeah and he's got like everyone on it so it's really great like yeah he's got youtubers it's up really to, like, blowing up now yeah yeah I, have you seen like his out in the wild ones too those are i think i have sean in the wild his name is sean right sean evans something like that i don't even know <laughs> honestly i haven't seen many of them so i just I i've been binging time. hard oh really bobby lee shit himself uh, <laughs> that sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he mentioned it like right before too. He's like, ah, I shit myself a lot. So yeah. <laughs> nice. A maximum of two years has to go by. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> own it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the best at owning their traumas. Definitely. Cool. Well, I mean, let's put a bow on this one. All right. Thank you for being here. Do was... you have anything you want to plug? You want to plug your socials or anything? Or no, uh, leave you're... me alone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, fuck off, everybody. That's, that's the whole point of the show. Is we're trying to tell you guys to leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> Too many crazy people in the world. We don't need your shit anymore. I have, like, nothing going on. And also, like, my social media account is private. So, and uh, I'm scared of, like, working at the dig shop. And then, like, I get, like, yeah, I have to take my uh, social media off my Tinder, too, because people just, like, randomly message you. Like, I didn't fucking swipe right, buddy. I got to admit, too, your socials kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I don't, I'm, like, self-absorbed. Like, look at this fucking chipmunk. Yeah, well, no, no, your chipmunk po- pictures are fine and stuff, though. It's all the, like, old random 80s. Hey, fuck you, bro! <laughs> I love the 80s! Nah, you, it, like, you got some cool pictures, like some of those, like like the really nostalgic, uh, retro-looking, small hands and stuff like that, though. Oh, yeah. I like the whole comic comic book thing. Yeah, like that, the 80s-style comic book kind of stuff? Yeah, like the old, like a lot of them look comic booky to me. I'm uh, like, yeah, this is fucking sick. The, the only thing I'm not, like, like the pictures are beautiful and stuff, though. The only thing is you don't caption them, so I'm like, what the fuck is she trying to say? <laughs> I don't know what to caption it. And then, like, later I'll read the caption, I'll be like, wow, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. What are you trying to... I went through my face facebook and all the old shit from back in the day i'm just like wow well he stopped fucking quoting the dumbest shit ever like yeah at some point social just become a, i mean it's mainly just an advertising machine for i mean i use it for work for social stuff for that kind of thing though i'm trying to memorize how good i look for like when i'm old as fuck oh uh, fair enough <laughs> yeah right? it's like a timeline thing you can <laughs> scroll all the way back and be like a year ago i was okay look yeah. and i do have like i lost a lot of weight from a year before so i have that like look at this now yeah totally right my mom's like you look like a satan in that picture i'm so mad at you <laughs> So I gotta move away from my mom because I'm like really openly. Okay, no. You'll be a better person. You'll you'll be able to grow and be without having so much judgment. You'll yeah, be, I have no idea who I am. You'll be able to find out who you are and stuff yeah. a lot more without other people around you and stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. See, definitely. this is a fucking crisis. It's a traveling crisis. is it's expensive. It's a crisis. We'll figure it out. We got I'm not a therapist, but we'll figure this out through You're just almost. chatter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See. Cool. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, this has been another episode of Pursuit of Happiness. Make sure to stick around for the next show. Uh, I got a wicked guest coming on. You guys are gonna want to make it. Make sure to check out this one. Um, and yeah, until next time. Peace. Bye. <laughs>